Hello, all you beautiful people, and welcome back to Instagram Marketing Secrets. Been a little bit since I posted the last episode. I went on a trip and came back and have been playing catch up in all other walks of life. So I apologize. It's been a week or two since the last episode, but I've uh, put together an episode that I think has been long awaited because I know that most of you listening do have personal brands, okay? Or at least you are the face of your brand. Even if you're selling things, a lot of you are on the spotlight. You're frequently on video in your story and you may have hit a path where you're you're not growing and following and maybe you're even stuck at like 400 or 1200 or something like that and it just won't move and it's because your brand is you. So this episode is all about personal brands and how do you have those couple little tweaks to make yourself from a regular Instagram person to an Instagram influencer who's gaining followers and having their content shared and reposted. And even if you don't even post anything, you're still getting 50 to 100 new followers every single day just from being who you are. So. Hopefully, this is exactly what you guys need to hear. We're going to start off with the basics, uh, and then we're going to go into the more advanced part. So let's start off. I got six tips for you guys. The first tip uh, is real simple. You need more consistency to the quality of your content. And uh, I don't just mean that it's consistently about the same thing, but I also mean that the quality of it is consistent. So you can't have any blurry photos at all okay you can't just be like oh it's a really good photo it's kind of blurry i still want to post it no you can't post it and if it doesn't match up with the content quality expected of your page the one place that you can put it is on your story without affecting your brand but when someone's scrolling down your page all of it needs to be the same quality content and sometimes it's even the brightness factor to your photo is very bright and it's very sharp and it looks like you did some Instagram effects and editing and it looks really quality. And then you've got pictures, like if you got pictures of food, like one of them looks great and it's bright and vibrant and crisp and detailed. And then the other ones is like, oh yeah, like I took the picture real quick at that restaurant and it didn't come out great, but I'll post it anyways. And you really have to make sure that it all is the same quality of content. The reason why is because the quality of the content is the main thing that leads to engagement, not posting every day or all the time. Because posting all the time is good because you always have content that's going out there and has the chance to get spread and has a chance to get you followers. However, whenever you have good engagement with someone who follows you, it's because they like a large percentage of your photos. So if some of your photos are very likable and you get their likes, but some of them you just kind of dip on quality and it just doesn't match the, the quality that your followers are used to and they don't like it, it's going to hurt the percentage chance that people like your photos. And that that is the main thing that translates to a high engagement is that they like nearly all of your photos. So for example, if there's someone that you follow, even if they're just like a friend from high school and you have liked nearly all of their photos because they are one of your best friends 
and they haven't posted on Instagram for a year and then they post, Instagram still sees like, look, they like over 80% of their photos in the past. They're surely going to show it to you even though they haven't posted a ton and kept up the engagement rate in that way. They know that you are highly likely to like their content. So that's why you can't ever have your content dip past a certain level. Otherwise, that's when you're gonna start losing engagement. And once you lose engagement, then you almost need to start a new account or delete a bunch of followers and no one wants to do that. But you have to basically get rid of people who don't like your content. Um, so it's it's not something you wanna get into. You don't wanna have 20,000 followers and only getting like 200 likes on your photos, okay? You wanna get like at least a thousand on all of them if you've got 20,000 followers and that comes from not killing your engagement over time. So never dip past a certain level of quality of content that your page is used to. The second thing was the hashtag usage. And this is something that all accounts could be better at, really. Um, one, you're not using enough hashtags, or two, they're usually too big of hashtags. So maybe you're using like eight hashtags, but you're a small account, okay? You don't have that much organic reach otherwise. You don't have so many likes coming in on your photos from your own following to get you onto enough explore pages. So you need to be using hashtags. If you're under 5,000 followers, hell, if you are under 100,000 followers, hashtags is the main way to reach new accounts, okay? And it's varying hashtags and it's using hashtags that are as good as you can a mix of low competition and high followers. Okay, if you've listened to my in-depth hashtag strategy episode, you should know all about what I'm talking about when I say large hashtags and small hashtags. Um, if not, please go back and listen to that episode if you want more details. But in short, you can't use eight hashtags and it's like hashtag fitness, hashtag yoga, hashtag be fit, hashtag live healthy. Those all have tens or even hundreds of millions of total posts on them. And you being a small personal brand account, like even if you're under 100,000 or 200,000 followers, these are very, very, very hard to compete on. And everything on there just gets washed away instantly because every second there is a photo being posted with hashtag fitness on it. So you need to add another couple words, and that's essentially what medium and small hashtags are. They're usually just words added on to big root hashtags. So instead of fitness, it'd be fitness life, or fitness love, or fitness lovers, or fitness junkies of Instagram, like something like that, that middle level. And then those small ones are gonna be more like Colorado fitness life, okay? Like where it's three words or maybe even more. Those are typically what the small ones are. Um, that's not as much the defining rule as much as how many total posts are on that hashtag. But I will say that in general, um, my hashtag blueprint strategy, if you go into my IGM secrets, Instagram account and scroll down a little bit, there's a big blue photo and it's got like a blueprint background and it says how many of each size of hashtag you wanna use. Until you are over a few thousand followers, you wanna make sure that when you're using small hashtags, which I define as under 50,000 total posts, and I say use five to 10, as a small Instagram account, you wanna use 10 
of the small, okay? And when I say 15 to 20 medium, you probably wanna be using about 20 of the medium. Um, and then that's why you wanna use like one to five of the large ones because those are still valuable in other ways but you don't want to be using mostly all of your hashtags on just all these these really big ones that you just aren't big enough to compete on yet you want to be populating yourself on all of the middle and small size hashtags because that's where you have a chance to compete and that's where you have a chance to stay on those hashtags for a couple weeks so hopefully that makes sense to you guys because I know most of you have been frequent listeners, but it is still a very common thing that I see with these personal brands or just small accounts in general that you are still using way too big of hashtags. And if you are not gaining good hashtag like um, acceleration, like if you go in, onto your view insights on your posts and you're not getting like a minimum of 100 or 200 views from hashtags, it means that you're using too big of hashtags. Even if you're using like a lot of mediums, it means like still use smaller ones. Like don't use 750K thousand followers, even though that technically is what I consider a medium sized hashtag, use more like 200K medium sized hashtags. If you're not getting impressions from hashtags, it's generally because you're not using enough or they're still too big for your account where it's at, okay? So fix that too. And then the third thing, and this is gonna be, honestly, of all the tips I gave you, the biggest one that most accounts need to, to fix is their value statement to their account. So a value statement, how I like to look at it, is answering this question. People follow me because blank. Okay, people follow me because blank. And the problem with most personal brand accounts is that sentence is completed by people follow me because they know me, okay? And if you wanna break out and get a lot of followers of people who don't know you, that can't be the answer to that question. So where is the educational value coming from? What aspect of your life do people who don't even know you still wanna keep track of? Okay, what are you adding? What are you defined as? Like when people tell their friends, oh, this guy, I follow him because of this. What are they saying? And generally, a lot of you, even though you do have a lot of hobbies and interests and your life has all of these different things that you do in it and you wanna post them all, as soon as your account becomes, here's a photo with my mom, here's a photo of me at the beach, here's a photo of me playing basketball, Here's a photo of me at the gym. Here's a really cool photo of the sunset that I got the other day. As soon as you have content that is that widespread is when someone looks at your account and they're like, oh, this is a person. This is a person that I don't know, okay? And they leave and you're like, what the heck? My sunset photo is amazing. My, mom, my picture with my mom has a, a super awesome caption. My picture of me at the gym has a couple cool tips for working out in it. And the problem is, is if you're looking for people who want to see all of that, you are severely limiting the amount of people who want to see all of that, okay? You need to, if you're only pic posting pictures of the gym with gym tips every single day, then whoever is following you is following you for that one reason. And typically people only follow accounts for one or maybe two reasons. 
um, is the thing because people follow hundreds of people. So they can't all be adding all of this stuff to you, right? You want like, oh yeah, I follow these people because I know them and they're my friends. I follow these accounts because, you know, I'm trying to get back in the gym right now and they've got good tips. So I get my daily gym tips from them. And then I follow this lady because she posts a lot of uh, paleo recipes and I'm trying to get into the paleo diet right now. Okay. But like if that paleo person was just like, and here's my dog, you'd be like, ah, what? I follow you for your paleo stuff. Like, yeah, that's a great photo of your dog and he's really cute, but that's not why I follow you. And then boom, they unfollow you or they look at your account and they see that widespread of content that they don't know why they would follow you unless they knew you and then they leave. So you've got about 15 seconds of someone going onto your account, maybe even less, that they will scroll down your photos and and you know think of, do I wanna follow them or not? And usually if the answer is like maybe, then it's a no. Okay, so you can't just be like a semi, oh, excuse me, I got the hiccups, semi cool account. You can't be like, they're like, oh, that photo's cool, that photo's cool, that one's cool, I don't really like that, not that, not that. Okay, if they are answering, if they're saying that when they grow, go down your feed, that's not enough for them to follow you. Because if they can say, I can live without following this person, then they won't. And that's how competitive it is nowadays, so that's why like you really gotta add a lot of value to the table to grow huge Instagram followings. Back in the days when Instagram first started, if you were like, I'm Entrepreneur Derek, and I'm the only, one of the few entrepreneurs on here, you know, it wouldn't be hard to get people's follows because they're only following like less than 100 people, so it's not hard to be one of those 100, but now that they're following just a few hundred, and if anything, people typically think they follow too many accounts then not enough, okay? You typically don't hear people like, I need to find more accounts to follow. They're usually like, all right, I'm following a little bit too many of these basketball highlight pages. I gotta unfollow a few of them because three of them posted the same basketball highlight this morning, okay? That's a more common thing. So I don't tell you, like, you know, it's a very competitive space to deter you away from it, but rather than to rise to the challenge and to say, if I'm really gonna make this work, then I'm gonna have to really level up, you know, my life or my skill set or my skills at taking pictures or writing captions, or I need to become a more inspirational person. I need to become more, um, you know, and it's not to say that you're not all you need to be right now. Um, but I know all of you, if you're listening to a podcast, you're into personal growth. And you gotta know that followers come, attracting followers comes from being becoming the person that you need to be, okay? Like, and, and giving them the content that they need to see and giving them the value that they are like, hey, I wanna give you 30 seconds of my life every single day. Because if you're like posting every single day and they're looking at your photo for an average of 30 seconds each, it's usually less, but if it's a video or you got a long caption, I know it could be you know, closer to there. You're competing for people's attention in a heavy attention world. So you just need a defined value statement. And, and it doesn't even have to be like crazy. You don't have to be a super expert in a field, but if it's just like, because I am 
a few steps ahead of their journey, okay? Maybe you're not like a pro vegan meal prepper, but you're intermediate, okay? Guess what? You don't need to be a pro to get a ton of followers. You being at that intermediate level and helping beginners get to intermediate is a plenty amazing value statement for your account. So know that you should start wherever you're at. And I don't want anyone thinking, oh, I'm not the person I need to become yet to have that many followers. But it's to say that, you know, it is your journey while you're on this account. And if someone would go through like the beginning of your account to where it is now, I would hope they should be able to see you leveling up in your journey, okay? It, it is totally fine to get started wherever you're at and to just start posting and to just start trying because it's not like Instagram costs any money to do. So please don't view this as like, oh, I'm not ready yet at all. Uh, <laughs> that's the last thing I ever wanna do. I am trying to let you know that if you want over 100,000 followers, you better bring 100,000 followers worth of value to the table, okay? So what is your value statement? Why do people follow you? All right, if that wasn't advanced enough for you, well, it's time to get into a little bit more advanced material here for defining your account. Let's go into tip number four. This is a quick one though, get verified, okay? It's that blue check mark. It just shows people, hey, I'm not just a person, like I'm an Instagram influencer, I'm verified. They had to verify my identity because people are trying to make accounts about me and I'm the real me. Okay, so um, just go on to settings, go to click get verification, submit a picture of your photo ID and wait a couple months. <laughs> so I would do that today because it does take a while for Instagram to finally verify you, but getting a blue check mark next to your name makes it that much more credible that you are someone to follow. Tip number five, you need to start finding repost accounts and collaborations in your niche. So let's dive into this a little bit more. When I say repost accounts, I mean that if you are in this the fashion industry, okay, you are trying to post all of your outfits and just show people like, look, I like this is my fashion, follow me for some fashion tips, then what you need to do is find these accounts who are typically affiliate marketing accounts. And we just recently had an episode about this too that was called uh, get more attention to your posts. And this was one of the main ways is you know finding like who are the repost accounts in my niche because this is what they typically are. There is someone in your market, so in this style or fashion, industry example, there is someone who is trying to do affiliate marketing for dresses and clothes and all of this stuff, okay? And they just have affiliate accounts through Target or Walmart or Amazon, and they are just trying to sell certain pieces of clothing by posting a bunch of pictures in that market, okay? That's usually what they are. They don't typically have to be like that, but just to let you know, you know, this is where their money's coming from. So what are they looking for at all times? They're looking for content to post. And because they're posting content all the time and it's not even their own content, so it's all really quality because they don't have to like drum up their own content all the time. They just get to repost cool content of others. They usually have a ton of followers, um, you know, at least 10, 20, 30,000 and they are always looking for content to post. You can simply reach out to them and say, hey, love your page. I feel like I have the, the style that 
you often show, um, you know, that people have on your page. I would love it if you featured me on your page. That'd be so awesome. You send out 10 of those DMs, you're going to get at least one of those people. I would even think about three or four of them to repost your work and tag you and everything because they are simply just looking for content to spread and it's hard to find you. It's hard for them to find you because you have 400 followers, but it's not hard for you to find them because they have 40,000 and you know they're out and about looking for content, but sometimes if you're a small account and they're not gonna naturally find you, then you need to find them and let them know about you. So that's the first way to you know, essentially collaborate with other accounts is just find those repost accounts, but also find collaborations in other ways. So there's a whole episode that I've done on collaborations. And if you haven't listened to the blog collaborations, part one and two episodes, guys, that episode is relevant to almost all of you, especially with this next, uh, our sixth and final tip we're about to get into. Um, I mentioned this because it has far less plays than most of my other podcast episodes. However, the value that I gave you guys in the blog collaborations episode is a very quick way to become a true professional in your industry and not just, you know, use some basic Instagram tips. So absolutely go back to those episodes if you want to get in depth in this. But what value can you add to other accounts? Maybe you have product, okay, you have some products that you know that you can give and leverage as you know, what value do I have to give to other accounts in order for them to share me or work with me or do a giveaway with me or any of the other tactics that we talk about on this show? What do I have? What skill set do I have? Maybe you are really good at making videos, okay? And then you find an account and you say, hey, I would love it if I can make a few videos for you for free. Okay, or even just one video for you for free using your content, using this, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna edit it together, make it really cool. I'm gonna send that to you for free with your permission. Um, all I ask is that if you love it, just post it on your account and tag me that I made the video. Uh, would really appreciate it. Okay, and then you just find some account. Maybe it's like a basketball player. Okay, maybe you're like a huge fan of an NBA player and you are good at video editing and you say, hey man, I made this awesome video of, you know, a montage of all of your your best moments in basketball, okay? Like if you just were, were to make like a three minute video of all these sick, you know, um, <laughs> I'm not that big in basketball, but just like them making the, some threes and, you know, dribbling past people. <laughs> I don't know what to say, like juking them or whatever. I'm more of a football guy, but you know, just some sick footage of them and you put it together and you're like, Hey, what's up, Tracy McGrady. <laughs> Here's uh, some videos I put together of you. Um, love your, you're one of my favorite players. Just wanted to make this for you. And he's going to be like, Holy crap. And he's going to post it and share you. Okay. Like that's just an idea that I just came up with the, off the top of my head. So like, that's why this is hard because I can teach you guys, you know, the concept of what you should do. And I can give you a few random examples, but for your product, for your brand, 
for your personal brand, for your skill set. I don't know what it is. And that's why I'd love to work with some of you a little bit more directly. So we will have some programs opening up soon where if you want to get into some personal coaching, I've had enough requests that you know, I would love to personal coach all of you for free, but there are so many people right now reaching out to me to look at their Instagram account for free analysis and all that stuff. I've literally done like over a hundred free analysis at this point. So um, I am getting cramped on time, but if you guys really, really want me to dive into your business specifically, that will be something that opens up soon. Please DM me and let me know if that is something you're interested in. Let me know what you'd actually like to get out of it. And we can actually design some kind of program for you too, because I don't know exactly what you guys want or how much involvement you want, or maybe you just want like an hour of my time. I need to know before I start, you know, making some value offers. So please reach out to me on Instagram and let me know what you would like help with and how much time that would take. And then we can actually you know, start to work on things together. I'd really appreciate it. Um, but that's basically the tip, fifth tip for you guys. Find collaborations, find big accounts in your market, start getting creative. The sixth thing that we're gonna get into is your bio link. And this is something that most personal brands don't even have. But you have to understand that the reason why most people get followed, why their personal brand gets followed is because it's not because of what they do on Instagram, but what they do off of Instagram. Okay, look at any of the Game of Thrones cast. They have like freaking 20 million followers. Like Daenerys Targaryen, her real name's Amelia Clark. I just saw her Instagram. She had 20 million followers. I was like, what? Like, that's crazy numbers, okay? Like, even like the smaller cast members have millions of followers. And it's not because their Instagram content is amazing. It's because of who they are outside of Instagram. And if you don't have a link in your bio right now, here's a couple examples of what they could be. But you wanna be known for things outside of Instagram. People will follow you saying, oh, I follow this lady on Instagram because she writes this blog I like. I follow this person on Instagram because they own this company that I like or whatever, okay? There has to be some external reason outside of Instagram to truly build a huge personal brand. There's gotta be a reason. And you can set that reason and that thing just in that bio in your own Instagram, right? So simple things that it could be. If you are a YouTuber, have the link to your YouTube and make sure your bio not only gives your your potential followers an introduction of who you are, what you're doing, and you know basically why they should follow you. You wanna be then driving traffic. Hey, check out my YouTube for these reasons. This is why you would wanna click this. Okay, you gotta sell them on clicking the link. Don't just say YouTube below, okay? So many people are like, check out my YouTube below. And they won't do it because they're like, I don't know what to expect. Um, so if you say, check out my YouTube below, four tips on this and this and this, or don't even send them to your YouTube channel. Send them to one video at a time, okay? So your link in bio is all about like, if you wanna learn this, watch my video here, okay? And just show them one YouTube video at a time. I would highly recommend you do that rather than go check out my channel and then go find a video that you wanna watch, okay? Do one video at a time and drive all this traffic to it through your story. Like, hey, if you wanna watch a video on this, go to the link in my bio. So YouTube could be it. 
The other thing is um, obviously if you own a brand and you are the face of that brand, have it go to that website. If you are, let's say an interior designer or just anyone who would love to get more customers, okay? Like your Instagram, your personal brand Instagram could be designed that your monet, the way that you monetize it is just lead generation. And you do that through opt-in forms or contact forms. So maybe let's let's use that interior designer example. You are posting all of your interior design work. You are, um, you know, posting tips on it, all of that stuff. And at the end of the day, you want more clients. So your link would be a contact form. So maybe you go onto Google Forms. So if you just like go into your Gmail or just any Google platform, and then you go into like all of the other Google apps, go to Google Forms and make a free form and you can design it however you like, whatever info you want from people. You can be like first name, last name, phone number, city. What work are you looking to do on your house next? Um, what's your budget? Okay, I don't know what questions you wanna ask them, but whatever questions you wanna ask, you can make the form. You can even make like multiple choice answers. You can set it up however you want to. And then once they're done, they just submit the form and then you essentially get that form sent to you in an email. So maybe that's a great way to start monetizing your Instagram rather than selling something just like, I'm just gonna have an official lead collection as my link here. Um, The other way that you could do it too is an email opt-in form. And this is essentially what I want for for my big e-commerce company. Um, You know, the biggest one that I have, I won't call it big necessarily yet, but it's on the rise, um, is that my link in bio is typically, like the end goal is still to collect an email at the end, whether I'm sending them to, hey, go ahead and check out this blog, and then at the bottom of the blog, there's an email opt-in, or hey, check out this product, and then it says, if you want a discount code, put in your email, okay? Like, no matter what it is, I typically, am, I'm trying to do a couple things with that link, but always collecting an email is one of them, and if you do email marketing for your company, or you just wanna start emailing a small list of people for your personal brand and being like, yeah, if you want me to email you tips on makeup, okay, or whatever you do, then creating that blog opt-in form could be so valuable. And the reason why is even if you're like, I don't really do that now, but I might want to in the future, is you gotta know that Instagram, you're not gonna have them as a contact on Instagram forever, okay? Or at least maybe Instagram goes away, maybe they stop using Instagram, maybe your engagement rate sucks with this person. It is always valuable to have another form of contact for people who truly want to follow you, okay? Let me say that again. It is always very valuable to have another form of contact for people who truly wanna follow you. So that if eventually they're like, you know what, I have been on social media way too much, I'm gonna delete my Instagram. Okay, you still have their email. Okay, maybe they're your Facebook friend. All of those sources of contact, you want all of your followers to follow you on everything. Okay, or at least as much as you can get them to do. So maybe you create an opt-in form that's just You know, real simple, first name, email. If you want tips on vegan meal prep, 
put it here. If you want to take my body type quiz, here's your email, like put in your email here. And if you are new to making opt-ins and you're really not sure, um, you know, like I don't even have a website yet. So like, how do I make an opt-in form? Um, you can actually do this very easily through a, a program that I use called convertkit.com. And ConvertKit has pretty much everything you're gonna want uh, or ever want to do in email collection or marketing because you can design opt-in forms right from the program. And even if you don't have your own website domain that you're paying for yet, so like this is a, an awesome way if you're a personal brand and you don't have a website yet and you're like, where do I like <laughs> establish this link? ConvertKit, just having like an account with ConvertKit, they will host opt-in webpage forms for you. So basically you would make a form and it would be like convertkit.com slash blah, 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 blah. And they would host that webpage for you and you would just use that email collection form. And then after people enter their email, it's gonna go into your CRM, Customer Relationship Management, which is also what ConvertKit is. So not only can you make the forms, but the information from those forms will go into ConvertKit and then you can email them through that platform as well and design the emails however you want. They got all these extra features and you can go as complicated or as basic you want with it. But um, guys, I do have a ConvertKit um, account. So I do have a way for you guys to get a free month if you'd at least want to try it out. You can go to tinyurl.com slash IGM secrets. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash IGM secrets. And you can get your first month for free. And then after that, their most basic plan, which still includes everything that I just talked about, is like 29 bucks a month. So I have another CRM for my other company that's 70 bucks a month. So I wish ConvertKit worked for that other company, but it's just not designed for that type of company. Um, but for any kind of e-commerce or personal brands or email marketing, ConvertKit is surely the best program on the market, especially with price too. So uh, again, go to tinyurl.com slash IGM secrets if you'd like to try your first month free, start creating opt-in forms and uh, you know just have it, hey, if you want my five tips on you know how to vegan meal prep, enter your email here and I'll send it to you, okay? And that's basically how you start collecting emails, but at the same time, showing them Hey, look, I'm not just an Instagram account. I've actually written an article, okay? And the average person doesn't know how easy it is to like publish an article online. They're like, oh my God, you're like a published writer, okay? Let them know you for something outside of Instagram. Make it so your account, besides followers, your main goal of your account is to drive website clicks, okay? Any true brand on Instagram values website clicks more than almost any other metric that they follow, okay? Like followers and then like website clicks would be the two main metrics that you want to be um, emphasized about. Not just followers, okay? Make it all about how many people can I drive there to collect their email? Or even if you just say, hey, click on this article to view my three fitness tips and you don't even have an email collection, that's fine too. Just getting known for something outside of Instagram is gonna be what brings your account 
to that next level. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. Hopefully you got some good value out of that. Contact me on IGM Secrets Instagram account. Spread the love too. Share the love if you've liked this episode or you like my content. I'm still in the beginning stages of the podcast and could really use your help in spreading the word. So if there's someone out there that you know could benefit from listening to this episode, don't be shy. Go ahead and share it to them. All right, guys, have a great day.